If the pandemic taught us anything, it's that video games are more popular than ever for gamers at nearly every age. Can video games be a new fun way to learn about climate change? I'm Robert Colangelo and this is Green Sense, where we bring you eco-innovations like Earthshot, which is developing video games that are inspiring climate action. We're joined by co-founder and president, Mark Bernstein. Mark, welcome to Green Sense. Thanks for having me here today. Well, let's start out and talk a little bit about Earthshot. It's a 501c3 uh, a nonprofit, and you're inspiring climate action by engaging people in activities, according to your website, that immerse them in positive, empowering, clean tech message. Anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, very quickly, climate messaging isn't working. If you have a product and nobody's buying it, then you change how you message. And then if people don't buy, you got a wrong product. But people are not buying climate change. And therefore, the messaging is wrong. Fear doesn't work. Anxiety, anxiety doesn't work. We've got to change that messaging and create something more positive and forward-looking. When did you start this nonprofit? Uh, my co-founder and I, Bob Wyman, have been at this for about two years. But thinking about how wrong climate messaging is, I that's been going on in my head for a decade or more. And what is your background? I've been doing sustainability environment for my whole career. I've worked in different places, worked in politics, worked in academia, private sector, um, think tanks, academia, all about trying to understand environment, create technologies and change the world around us. So where did the idea of using video games to inspire climate action come from? It came from the fact that you can't just tell people because that just doesn't work. And so we said, okay, where are people? Well, people are on video games and people are getting information out of those games. So if we want to get to the 18 to 34 year olds who are the bulk of gamers, that's where they are. They're on video games. There are two and a half billion gamers in the world. If we want to get a message out, that's where to do it. There's lots of games out there. And how many people play games just for the enjoyment of it and don't uh, learn or take any, anything away from that? So most people are playing games for the enjoyment, um, but they, all the studies and research have shown they actually do take something from it. And we don't wanna create climate change games. We're gonna create games people wanna play that showcase clean technology and cool stuff. And that's what people will get out of it. Well, looking at your website, you have quite a staff or at least a, uh, a group of, of human resources out there. What's involved in developing a video game? Most of us just uh, see the finished product when we play a game, but we have no idea of the effort that's involved. Uh, how many people does it take? And what's it take to go from idea to a working video game? So it takes a lot of money and it takes time. So games, you know, a, a relatively simple game could take a year and a half to two years. A really complex game like Fortnite could take five years. Um, and, you know- Wow, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so these companies that are putting out these major games, it's a long time investment for all the programming. And so it includes basic programs, include designers, art, storytellers, all those people together combine to make games. And they are, and it's not just the making of the game, 
and the testing of the game. It's also the marketing of the game. So people will play it. Well, that's uh, pretty impressive. So let's get into three games that you're working on and maybe you can give us a quick description of what they do and how they're going to uh, help uh, deliver that climate change message that you talked about in a new, uh, maybe more appealing way. So the first is World's First Chef. What does that do? And uh, how is that gonna help climate change? So World's First Chef is a role-playing game. There are a lot of role-playing games like Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley out there. And you are a chef today and you and your dog get magically transported back in time to a pre-civilization community of hunters and gatherers who aren't very good at hunting or gathering. And so you need to go forage in the forest. You need to find plants. You need to create menus and you need to cook for these people. And you'll have nutrition bars and you'll have, and you can then start growing plants. You can build out this civilization. But while you're looking at some ancient plant, you have this little scanner and that show you what its current plant is. So you can see an ancient carrot and you'll see today's carrot, what it looks like, what its nutrition value, what its sustainability is. So as you're making these menus and you're finding these plants, you'll understand what you're eating, what the nutrition is. And it'll give people an idea of where their food comes from and, and the nutrition and sustainability of it. So what's the takeaway and how is that going to help you with, with uh, preventing climate change? The takeaway are, are people going to learn sort of the, basically the environmental impact of different foods. So when they get to eating, a, you know, killing an animal and eating the meat, you know, back then, today's um, cows are um, the biggest impact on climate change of it and anything we eat. And you'll see that. And so you're going to get that information. And what we hope young gamers will say, okay, here's better food. Here's my nutrition food. And here's how I can create my own menu that reduces carbon footprint and still tastes good. Speaking of carbon, the next one is the Carbon Race 2030. So a great segue. Uh, tell us about Carbon Race 2030. Uh, so Carbon Race is a traditional race chase game. Um, based on the concept of the cannibal run, you know, the old movie, you got to get from New York to LA. Uh, you got this crazy professor who's invented this battery and so that can go in a car, go a thousand miles on a charge and recharge in a minute and really cheap to make. It'll totally overhaul electric vehicles. Well, some oil companies have figured out it's there and they come to kidnap the dock and destroy the prototypes. You got to get the dock and the prototype in your car, race it across country, going along all the back roads. But along the way, you get to upgrade with electric vehicle technology. So there are things electric vehicles can do that regular cars can't. Like the EV Hummer does something called a crab walk. All the wheels turn the same ways and the car can actually go sideways. And so you can go around obstacles that the bad guys are trying to throw at you. The Rivian truck does a tank turn and it can pop over things. So there's a whole bunch of add-ons you can do that the criminals can't that you get to stay in front of them. And we have an ex-race car driver, Leilani Munter, who ran on NASCAR circuit. And she's going to be like an Obi-Wan Kenobi character in the game. It's going to um, give you advice and give you ideas on how to drive better and how to upgrade as you go along. And so people are going to understand that electric vehicles are really cool and better and faster, and they can outpace any regular car. I get a sense that you're very passionate about this and you get a lot of joy from this. Uh, talk a little I really bit about do. that. <laughs> I like playing games. 
And being able to throw this stuff into a game and get people to like it too is very exciting for me. Well, let's get to the last one. That's Earthshot Time Machine Experience. Yeah, so one of the things we want to do other than just video games is create immersive experiences and take them out to people. Um, and so the concept of this is a short game you might play with a group in a experience setting. You got Oculus headsets, 3D environment. And let's say we take it out to you in a small museum in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're playing this game. You're seeing Des Moines, Iowa 20 years in the future. And you see climate change started happening. So the time machine takes you in the future and you've got to make different choices along the way to protect the future of Des Moines that you want to see. So you make choices on, on transit, transportation, renewable energy, food choices along the way. So you get to a future that you want to see. And so it's a short playing immersive game that we can take on the road to people, go to county fairs, go to state fairs, go to small uh, museums in Lincoln, Nebraska, or Birmingham, Alabama, or places like that, and just get people engaged in a fun gaming type thing, but really learn something about climate change. Well, of these three, do you have a favorite? Um, I mean, I kind of like the carbon race game. Just it's, you know, I like racing games. So I'd love to be able to be playing that someday. Well, to impact the climate negatively or positively, it takes money. And it takes money to create these games because you told me they take three to five years sometimes to create. And you have quite a staff there. How do you fund these games in your operation as a nonprofit? Uh, so right now we're fundraising. So we're looking for donors, sponsors um, in different aspects to um, help support the game. We're going to go out with a crowdfunding campaign. Um, we're also going to make a... A, a sort of a for-profit vehicle that goes along with the nonprofit so we can take investment to, so some people just want to get some type of return um, on, on their investment. Uh, so, you know, it is, it is the point of getting known as a point of people seeing what you're doing and wanting to be involved and engaged in these activities. Are the games free? We intend the games to be free, um, but like all games, you want to produce some revenues in them. And so the way games work today is you can do in-game purchases. So like the first chef game, we have a dog in there. And so you could pay to choose your own dog breed or make your own dog breed. Um, and so that's how the gaming industry primarily survives is through in-game purchases of things, you know, creating your own avatar, creating your own um, tools and things like that. And so that's what we expect to do, be earn revenues, to be able to make the next game and to keep the games going. Um, what platform will these games be offered on and when can people stop, start playing them? Uh, we intend mostly to be on mobile, so on your phones, on tablets, uh, because we want people to be able to just use it anywhere. And we also want to kind of know who's playing and where they're playing, uh, because we also intend to give you coupons and freebies through the game. So you're playing game, you're in some points, maybe you can go get a free LED light bulb or a a free plant burger or better detergent or something, give people coupons and, and you really need a mobile to do that. Um, and we hope the first game will be out in a year and a half. Wow. How, how does the operation survive till then? Uh, we raise money. <laughs> I mean, we're also doing other things. So we are, we're creating a information portal 
um, as well, so people can find technologies and things like that. Um, but it, it's like any, we're a startup business, right? Any startup tech business, you know, you spend a few years developing it before you've got something to sell. And so even though we're a nonprofit, we're basically a startup. Do you have any other developments you'd like to speak about? Um, you know, so we are doing showcases. We're taking technologies and ideas to policymakers and decision makers. Um, and we're getting some, starting to get some celebrities to pay attention to what we're doing. Kenny Liu is an up and coming actor, also has a background in engineering is, is going to help us, um, you know, spread the word around. And we get a lot of interesting people wanting to help to spread the message. And that's what we're trying to do. And in conversations like this with you, um, we also have our own podcast called Earthshot Now. We released the first four or five episodes. Um, and it's talking to people about who they are, what they do in a conversation, and then what climate change means to them. Well, we uh, really appreciate you being on the show. We like novel ideas uh, to try to uh, uh, change people's behavior, and we've really never featured something like this. So thank you for sharing your idea. We wish you the best of luck and hope that you're successful. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, and I really enjoy your shows so far. That's Earthshot co-founder and president Mark Bernstein. Learn more about their games at earthshot.us. I'm Robert Colangelo. This is GreenSense. Subscribe to our podcast at greensensefarms.com. And you can check out the GreenSense Minute every Thursday and Saturday on News Radio 105.9 WBBM Chicago.